0: you gotta have a concept you have a great concept you guys are doing it man and it's a it's an honor for me to just be you know a small rock man in your mountain i'm gonna pop a top in your honor mr doc walker
1: blessed us with his presence and now we want to welcome in our next special guest, Haley Skarupa. She's a three-time world champion in women's ice hockey and most recently won Olympic gold with Team USA. The Caps Stadium Series is definitely my favorite, obviously. Um, I'm a huge Caps fan. I always have been. And to be there at that game with my teammates and for us to bring you know our gold medals to, to there and share
2: it with everyone in this area was really, really special for me. And just the support and it's been tremendous from everyone in this area and you could feel that there at that game
0: welcome to sports on the hill podcast hashtag dc sports without the politics with carol and robbie on true radio network How are you doing tonight? CP3 live from the lab coming at you on a special night. Sports on the Hill podcast coming to you live from the lab with a special guest, Washington football team, Senior Vice President of Media, Miss Julie Donaldson. How are you doing tonight, Miss Donaldson?
2: Great. Glad to be here. Uh, season is up and running. Glad to see that. Hopefully, we get a few more wins to celebrate. It's always different after a victory. Um, so, we got to put this loss behind us and, and look forward to the Browns.
0: Yeah, definitely. It was a definitely a, a disappointing loss. I, I say, you know, I didn't see what I wanted to see. Uh, when we I was going to get into it. I guess we can get into it a little bit. I wasn't really going to get into the football stuff. My only observation that I have, I want to get your take on this, is that with Scott Turner uh, so far, uh, I haven't seen him, like, tailoring to have some strength, which is like moving the pocket, misdirection, and uh, him uh, throwing the ball on the run. We've seen him has success with him doing that in the past, uh, do you think that they'll start incorporating some of that more into the offense?
2: Yeah. You know, I haven't had the opportunity to, to talk to Turner. Usually I talk with him and um Ron Rivera ahead of, you know, each game that they have going into. So um, I wasn't able to talk to them today, but I do know that they're having conversations about how they can get Dwayne going earlier in the game as opposed to the second half. You know, I know coach wanted to be able to see him run a few more bootlegs, um, you know, run a few more RPOs to try and help him out a little bit. So we'll we'll see what they do come up with. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's the trick is... You know, Dwayne seems to settle down into the game, and when they go a little bit, you know, faster, more up-tempo, he seems, to, he seems to thrive a little bit better in those series. So hopefully we can get that going sooner.
0: Definitely, definitely. I've also noticed that also. But uh, I really want to get into many football questions. I'm going to get into some of the questions that uh, that was, you know, on my mind with you having this position. And uh, just uh, can you give us a little background on what brought you into the position with the franchise?
2: Well, I mean, I've been in this market for 10 years. Uh, The last few seasons, I've done the pre and post game shows for them on NBC Sports Washington, but I've been doing shows on this team um, since I got here. And again, that was 10 years ago. So, you know, I've been very familiar with the franchise, with the fan base, uh, with everything about it. And, you know, it was, it came up so quickly and very sudden, it was unexpected. Uh, I was at the gym and I got a phone call that said, hey, we have an opportunity for you and we want you to hear us out. And, I, you know, I'm like thinking, OK, what's what's going on here? Um, you know, it came under, you know, un- unfortunately, bad circumstances with everything that was going on with the Washington Post article and, and with my predecessor, uh, unfortunately, being involved in all of that. You know, but, but here's the thing is, you know, it, it has created an opportunity for myself and, and I am, you know, making the most of it. It's not something I really saw myself doing of, you know, being in a broadcast booth. And so when they first presented the idea to me, I thought they were a little crazy. Um, but now that I'm, I'm settled in and, and did decide that it was the right job for me, it's been really cool. And on many levels, um, it's kind of perfectly fitting uh, to a lot of things that I wanted to do um, and to what I've already done. And, and hopefully into the future of what I will be able to do. So uh, it's been a, it's been a wild ride basically over the past few months.
0: Definitely. That goes into one of the other questions I had with you. Did you ever see yourself in a role like this for NFL franchise and definitely being the first woman mm-hmm. in the NFL to ever take this role? Did you ever, you know, see yourself, uh, you know, when you were, you know, aspiring in your career that you would be in this position right now?
2: No, <laughs> not at all. I mean, again, when they first presented to me, I thought it was crazy and, You know, I was talking to John Kime of ESPN. He was actually with us in the booth because of COVID. We're not allowed to travel. So we're having to call the games from FedEx Field when they're in Arizona, when they'll be in Cleveland for all of them. We're going to be at FedEx Field. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was going through it all. And then afterwards, he goes, you know, I have to tell you this as an afterthought. I realize you are the first woman to do this on a full-time basis. And, you know, I said, it's not lost on me the magnitude of that. But I love the fact that that was one of the last things he thought of. Uh, because it should just be about the job that I'm doing and it be a good job that I'm doing, you know, and I will grow in it, I will get better. I mean, it's, I, I've never done this before. It wasn't something when I was a little girl, I, I dreamed about, you know, or when you're early on in your profession, you know, I dreamed about telling stories and I loved being at events. I loved being around, you know, the players and, and the fans and all that. So in all honesty, you know, I, I think that's the cool thing about life is, is you have a big dream. And as you get further into it, I think sometimes God goes no bigger. You know, and and here I find myself in this situation and the opportunity to, you know, pave a way for women that do have that as the dream and say, you know what? It it shouldn't be in whether you're male or female. It just depends on who's the best journalist and the best at what they do to be there. That's what I want it to be at the end of the day. So, you know, it fits right along the lines of everything I do love to do. I just didn't see it playing out in this facet.
0: (laughs) Definitely. That's definitely about a point, you know, you can open doors for other folks Mm -hmm. and other women in a position that, you know, that's to to do that. They didn't think they could be in that position. And I know it's definitely, you know, giving a push and a boost to some of the young ladies out here seeing you in this role. And uh, that's kind of what i am go to the next question. But uh, the difference of being in a radio booth and being an executive and now with so much coverage that you do now with uh, live streams and the show you do on, uh, on NBC Sports. Uh, so how, how do you balance all of that? And what's the difference between just doing the radio Blue stuff, and now I'm incorporating that along with the executive stuff also.
2: Yeah, fantastic question. I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's a balance at all in my life at the moment, and and I usually preach that, and and nothing's ever fifty fifty, you know, in life. I I don't think that that's ever how anything goes, um, you know. But I do believe there has to be some sort of, some sort of a a mix between your work life, your home life, and, and your relationships, whatever, whatever that is, and however it works for you right now, it's, it's very predominant work. In fact, that's almost all it is. Um, you know, I mean, I, I was at, you know, dinner with my friend, and it's like, I only had a th- time for, you know, three sips. And, two bites. And I'm like, all right, gotta go. You know, that's just how it is. But that was better than nothing, you know, and, and and people in my life that support me understand that. And they understand the magnitude of this job, the responsibility that comes with it. And as you mentioned, like the, the senior vice president role, um, you know, there's a lot that comes with that. And, uh, you know, We're charged with changing a culture. And right next to Jason Ryder, new team president, like there's a long list we went over today of of things and priorities that need to be accomplished, need to be addressed. And it takes a lot of work. You know, then the television shows, we're doing 17 shows a week, 17 Mm -hmm. of them. Now, I'm not on all of them, but I'm in charge of making sure that the content's right, that the people are right, that it's getting out there right, that the quality is good. Just because they're 17 doesn't mean we can slack off on the quality either. So you know, there are a lot of balls in the air to to figure out, but I'm really enjoying every aspect of it though.
0: Definitely, yeah. I was doing four and five shows a week. You're talking about 17. I could only imagine how (laughs) everything that goes into it with the production value, like you say, the Mm -hmm. content. And making sure everybody's on the same page yeah that's a that's a lot that's a lot on your plate right there um being a florida girl do you think that that's contributed to you with your love of sports and your love of broadcasting in sports uh
2: you know i mean i don't know if it's so much comes from from florida um you know although i will say this because i was in florida that football tends to be the first love it tends to be you know the first thing that we go to i mean in all honesty, when I when I started covering hockey, it was very foreign to me. <laughs> I just was like, <laughs> "What is this icing? Like, it's freaking cold in here, um, <laughs> you know." But my parents are from Michigan; they just didn't like the cold weather, so they moved south and, and saved me of that. Uh, but you know, yeah, it, it's more natural for football. You know, just growing up around it, the love for it, um, the, the passion for it, and everything that comes around to that. So, uh, you know, it can be played year round outdoors too. It's not like you know, it gets limited at all either because of the weather. So, um, you know, I mean, I, I I enjoy Florida. I don't really care to go back and live there. It's more like in the middle of winter, let me go vacation and then that's <laughs> it though. I, I really enjoy the the mid-Atlantic here. I, I love the weather. I love when it gets to be fall. I even really actually enjoy winter. Not that I want Boston winter because I've lived in Boston and that's the other <laughs> extreme. I like the balance.
0: Yeah, it is a nice balance, but we do get snow. It's not like that Boston, upstate New York snow. It's very true. Uh, Let's see, next question we have for you. Um, What are some of the things that you expect uh, going forward that you plan to implement with this team in this uh, new role that you're in and the influence that you have with this team?
2: One of the big things that we really want to stress is, um, you know, that we want to be transparent. And, and we want to communicate in ways that I don't believe this franchise really communicated with before because, you know, since I spent so many years as a reporter covering this team, you know, they didn't necessarily always be open with the, with the media uh, or even with fans and what was going on. They just kind of, you know, they would wait to put out the press release and then they wouldn't necessarily comment on, on whatever it was. And, and we're really changing that. You know, and it started with head coach Ron Rivera, who said, we want to be the place where people come and and see the news. And even before I knew that, it's the first thing I approached our PR with. I said, we should be the source for that. You know, we shouldn't have to wait and let other people dictate whatever story they want and translate however they want to translate it. I said, we should be able to one that puts the facts out there and then they can go do what they want, but at least they know where it's straight and what's right and what's wrong with the story that we're putting out. Uh, so there, it doesn't get lost in confusion or people aren't left to, you know, the absence of information, people can create any storyline that they want. So we don't want it to be absent of information. So, you know, I think that's something that I want to build that trust back with the fan base, um, with the media outlets, you know, and, and, and really kind of be the source of everything you want to know about this team come to us. We'll have that for you. Um, you know, so that's something I want to work on. We also want to just really reconnect with the fan base and let them know that we're hearing them, we're creating content for them. And we want them, especially during COVID, you know, where you can't be at the games, you can't be at the rallies, you can't be tailgating, to try and, and connect this team with them as best as possible. And certainly, hopefully, uh, you know, we, we have a lot of wins to celebrate um, in the next few years as well. Yeah,
0: you know, definitely no winning here is all once you start winning. Right uh, and all the other stuff gets hushed up in the in the process. <clears throat> excuse me, but I guess I have to ask this question because there's been a real divider with the fans, with the you know upcoming name change, with the stuff that's going on with Washington Football Team, and going through you know the process of getting a new name, new branding, and new uh, you know trademarks and all of that. Um, there's a big divide in in uh, you know Washington Football Team fan base. Uh, how 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 are how is the organization excuse me going to Try to bridge the gap with some of the folks that stuck with the, you know, the heritage of the last name and are are reluctant to uh, follow the team with the new name and the new things that's going on.
2: Yeah, it's challenging. Um, And I think we understand that. And and because I, you know, came from from the other side and look, you always root for the team you cover, you know, I mean, I've been in Miami, New York City and Boston, and I rooted for those teams to do well just because it's, you know, it's good for business, but I've been here for 10 years. You know, I want this team to do well. I support this team. Um, and of course, especially now, because I can use the we with it. And, and that's just, that's kind of cool and different in its own right. But, you know, I, I've, I, I know the fan base and, you know, I've heard in year after year in and year out of the high hopes, you know, of the fresh starts and new coaches and players being brought in um, and all that it represents and means. And now we're saying, okay, we're transitioning into something totally different. And, you know, it, it's a hard ask on top of everything else that fans have gone through of the disappointments of players not playing out of the postseason not happening. So, you know, I, I think if to get where we need to go, though, it, it just it, it was necessary. You know, unfortunately, the name became divisive and, and that's just not where we can be in today's society. You know, I know that fans that follow this team and are passionate about this team, that word was never disrespectful to them. It was a word of pride. It was a word of honor. Um, you know, you were proud of that. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a hard ask, but I do hope that at least going forward, you know, the fan base will stay with us and, and understand that this is the climate that we're in. It's the culture that we're in. And it's still the same team. It's still the Burgundy and gold. And the players are still out there playing for you. So hopefully you come along the process and I don't know how long it will take to get a name. I don't, um, because I don't know how long it's going to take to get it right. And that's the last thing this one team wants to do is, is to come up with a name that's going to be, you know, further dividing the fan base. We want to do something that's going to bring everybody together.
0: Definitely, that's, uh, that's very, very good to hear because uh, we def- this fan base definitely needs to be brought together because it's been so divided for so long. And now with the name change, it's just added another, another uh, dividing point for this fan base. But mm-hmm. hopefully, like you said, we can get it right, get something that everyone, and appreciate and uh enjoy and go forward i say the same thing there's the same franchise just a different team i'm not really you know caught up with the name change i mean i do have the old logo tattooed on, on me so that's always going to be a part of me born and raised uh you know ex-redskins fan if you want to call it so it's a uh, it, it's just a sticky issue right now
2: right yeah and it may be for a little while, you know, but again, hopefully with the new direction and as like the new era comes in, uh, you know, it, it becomes something that's not as painful as it kind of is right now. And I feel the anger,
1: <laughs> you
2: know, I mean, I got all the fans coming at me um, and, and there's a lot of anger too. And, and I get that, you know, I really do. We get that. And so we're just trying to make it um, as, as, as pain-free as possible because it, it is painful. We get that. And we, we, the emotions are very real um I'm, I'm not denying that either so you know we're just trying to be as sensitive to the fans as possible but it is something that had to happen so
0: yeah I mean I'm i cool with watching football team right now I don't have a problem with it it's just hard remembering to say it when you were on the air I've had a couple of <laughs> slip ups with the R words and I've been broadcasting so that's been the hardest part for me trying to make sure I say the right team name now but um we mentioned Ron Rivera you know I was uh when they first hired him, I wasn't really sure. I looked into his background and you know really looked into him and saw his career and what he's done coaching and playing. And I definitely feel like him and uh, Jack Del Rio are the right coaches in this uh, in this franchise right now, where they are to you know take us to the next level and build back respectability. Where do you see this team headed under their leadership?
2: Yeah, I certainly hope so. You know, I believe that Ron Rivera is the right coach for this, especially given everything that's happened since he got here with COVID, with the social injustice, with the name change. He's just as steady as they come. Um, And even now with him having to deal with his, you know, his uh, cancer diagnosis and going through treatment. I mean, the man's shoulders are pretty broad and he's got a very steady hand and a steady way of delivering um, and leading. And the players are believing in following behind him. You know, Jack Del Rio is a very capable coach. Nine years as a head coach himself. Uh, You know, Scott Tenner is up and coming as an offensive coordinator and hopefully gets the offense going in the right direction. So, you know, I like the direction they're going in. And I know I get yelled at by saying, you know, it's going to take probably a little bit of patience because his coach says, very realistically, this is not an overnight, you know, Um, click your fingers and we're off in the right direction. It's going to take probably a good year before they can really get things going the way that they want them to, Um, especially on offense, because, you know, I don't tell you we're missing a lot of pieces there, you know, even on defense, we're missing some key players that we really need, even though the front seven, you know, that are really stout. Uh, So, you know, it is going to take a little bit of time. I know uh, fans, especially with the name change, they are tired of waiting. They're tired of taking time. Uh, but I do like the direction that we're going in. And in all honesty, if it was, you know, I don't know what other coach they would have brought in, but Ron Rivera is a big reason why I decided to take this job, because I believe in his moral compass, I believe in his leadership, um, and he's easy to get behind.
0: Wow, that's good to know. I had no idea that that weighed into your decision. Too. Uh, he's definitely a stand-up guy. Like I said, I did some research and looked into him once they hired him. And, yeah, everyone, you know, no one has anything bad to say about him and say that mm-hmm. he's a man of his word, responsibility, accountability, which are all things this franchise desperately needs going forward.
2: Right. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, and he's, you know, the thing that you also get from him is, is what play his past players and current players say is he, he knows how to get the best out of the players. He knows what their strengths are and to put them in positions to play to those strengths. Uh, so I think that could be encouraging as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, just a couple more questions. We know you're showing on time. Um, what uh, is the most important culture change that you want to make on this franchise going forward? That you feel was something that you, you know, really wanted to address and you know leave your mark on with this franchise?
2: Accountability, uh, respect, and to see people you know, I, I think those are important. I think, you know, people have to know that the work that they're putting in is going to be seen because in this business, you know, people are working crazy hours, long days, no days off, you know, I mean, I don't know when I'll pray get the next day off. And that goes for my staff too. You know, it's very hard to find that time, um, during the middle of the season. That's just what we're in this for is because we're here because we're passionate, but I want anybody that works for this franchise, um, to know that their work is appreciated, it's um, it's seen, and hopefully will be rewarded as well. And I think a part of that is you have to have accountability. You know, so we know what what your job title is, and you can hold uh, those that are you know working for you accountable, and those that are working for you can hold the leadership accountable. You know, it's a two way street on this, and I think that's really important for everybody to know that you have a job, we are expecting you to do that job, and if it's not done the right way you know, we're gonna have a conversation about that on how we can get it to the standards, and the expectations of what we want, but that's gonna be very clear delivery. So you're not gonna be confused on what that is. Um, You know, and also I think respect, you know, when you have respect to the people you work for, and when you trust the people that you work with, uh, that goes a long ways. And and that's something that hasn't obviously existed here in the past. Otherwise, we wouldn't be having these problems um, that unfortunately were there. And look, we believe that they've all been addressed. And a lot of that was, you know, all before hopefully I was here. But if there is a problem, you know, we're going to hold those people accountable and they may not be here, you know, if if that still exists, because it's not going to be something that I tolerate. Um, Man or female cannot be mistreated anywhere in life. There's just no room for that. Um, And so I think a lot of that just comes with respect and, and mutual respect. No matter what your position is, no matter what your title is, no matter what department you work in.
0: Totally agree. I, I've been in some work situations where the culture wasn't healthy either, so you have to get those things addressed, hold people accountable, and you know, respect everyone in the work environment because that's what they're you know there to do. But it's uh, good to hear that you know positive things are you know happening at the park. I know I'm encouraged after you know all the reports and stuff that was coming out of some of the stuff that was going on over the, you know, past few years or decades or you know however far you want to go back. But it's good to see that, you know, they're, you know, changing things, and bringing uh, diversity into the organization and, you know, putting people in places that they normally wouldn't be in and they're trying different things, which is what you have to do sometimes, especially when you have the unfortunate track record of the last couple of decades of not being a successful franchise. It's uh, you know, it's good to see that to see uh, Robbie. I think he's ready to rock and roll. He has a couple of fan questions before we get you out of here. Robbie, you ready to get uh, get on screen and get a couple of these questions in? I am, I
1: am. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for doing this. It's uh, been fantastic to hear some of this insight. I've been a big fan of yours for 10 years. Uh, I've been a big fan back in the Caps days and, you know, in the Washington football team days. So I really appreciate it. And Mm -hmm. a lot of the fans that are responding right now are thanking you for opening up that fan experience and they feel Mm -hmm. like they are getting closer. Some of the things that you were just talking about that you were hoping to see. So I'm happy to see that they, uh, Jason said that he really appreciates your time taking uh, to interact with fans on so many different avenues and improving the fan experience. It goes a long way, uh, keep up the good work. Uh, and then uh, a lot of questions about some of the stuff that you were just addressing. So I'm not gonna rehash that, but I thought that uh, it's great. Uh, Anna Knox, who does our hockey coverage um, and during our hockey talk, I wanted to know who you liked uh, admire as an athlete, male and female, from your perspective.
2: Mm, you know, right now, the, the top of my head right now oh, of an athlete, um, gosh, um, male, eeks, ref- I was going to put on the spot for these. I know. You know let, let me just twist it a little bit. How's yeah, that? Go because for, go for it. Because yeah, cool. the first thing that comes to my head, and just because I was just having a conversation with her, is like Doris Burke. Um, and, and the reason I say her too is because you talk about myself being the first female, um, in the booth on a regular basis, a full-time basis. Uh, you know, she's been calling games for such a long time, but she's going to be the first female that's going to call you know, calling the NBA playoffs. And I just respect her work and I know men that respect her work and you don't look and say, there's a female, you go and you say, that's a freaking darn good, you know, person calling those games. Uh, and so I'm glad to see her be able to, to get her, you know, to get that respect and to be able to have that big moment, which she's worked for and she deserves, you know, so, um, you know, yeah, I know that's probably not the athlete, but that's just kind of that, right there at the top. No, that's, that's exciting.
1: <laughs> I, I also had a personal question. What's it like being doing radio now versus TV? Do you find that very different or, you know, how do you, how do you sort of, you know, because I know you do some of the TV with the Facebook Live stuff, but I know that radio is obviously very different.
2: Yeah, you know, it is it is a lot different, um, you know, but it's just still talking and communicating. And in all honesty, it offers you to a little more conversational um, tone kind of the way, the way that you approach it. I'm having to learn, you know, a lot, like all these reads they keep giving me, you know, we stream the game as well. So you can right. tune in and watch us. If you go to the website to our like second screen, oh, cool. um, you'll see them handing me read live drop in reads and having to get the out. So it, there's little nuances I, I'm having to learn. And the pacing obviously is a little bit different, but you're still telling stories. You're still, you know, putting on a performance and you're, you know, you're, you still have a hot mic. <laughs>
1: Right. it's just
2: not as, you know, it's, it's structured in a very different way. Um, so
1: you got to paint the picture in a bit of a different way. Cause they don't have mm-hmm. the visual to go with it. And you've got to kind of explain some way. And then one last question that we had from Kevin Sinclair, he talked about rivalries going back to the, the Florida question. He knows that you were you really liked university of Florida and that Florida state rivalry, right? Um, how does that <laughs> rivalry compare to the Cowboys, Washington football team rivalry in your mind? Um, you know, sort of in your history of rivalries. Yeah.
2: Well, it's equal hate, right? <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: <exactly. laughs>
2: I mean, growing up in, in Jacksonville, Florida, you were one or the other. And, you know, we didn't at the time that when growing up for first of my childhood, uh, aging myself, the Jags weren't there. So we didn't have the pro team yet. Right. So mm-hmm. you're either Florida or Florida State. And the rivalry was always good too, because the games were were competitive. We'd go back and forth. Uh, so you know, to me, like they'd say, oh, you know, my sister went to Florida State and you know, I, so I have to have like this much tolerance for them in all honesty, otherwise <laughs> zero tolerance. But people think, you know, when when you're out of state here, they go, oh, well, you know, you're from Florida, if Florida's out, you can root for Florida State because you're from Florida. So no, heck no, 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 I can't do that. You know, I'd rather so, root for Alabama than Florida State um so Uh. (laughs) it it still has it still has you know so i i get it i get the passion at end base i get the living and the dying with you know who has the bragging rights and it's all about beat florida state because that was always our thanksgiving um game as well same as the cowboys so thanksgiving you know mark it down we went on a trip and that was you know must watch tv never missed it
1: yeah that's crazy it'll be a fun game to call for sure that cowboys uh, washington football team game in dallas uh,
2: I wish, I wish we would be in Dallas, but next I year know, and the years after year. that, maybe. Right, so.
1: right. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for you know, being so open and honest and you know, going mm-hmm. through all these issues. I know that the fans really appreciate it and that uh, we really do, too. And I hope that we can you know, do something like this again in the future, for sure.
2: Yeah. I, thanks for having me on. So. Yeah. Appreciate
0: it. You have a good
2: night. All right. You too.